On tour number 45, we continue our audio walkabout of the value resorts at Walt Disney World. These next two resorts are really special to me personally. I want to thank you for joining Mindy and myself as we chat about these resorts on Disney Conversations. Welcome aboard! Welcome to Disney Conversations with your tour guides, Magical Matthew Wallace and Mindy Mira. Join them as they talk about everything Disney. Disney Conversations is proudly brought to you by Magical Matthew Travel. Contact them today at magical underscore Matthew at outlook.com for your free, no obligation quote to Disneyland, Walt Disney World, Disney Cruise Lines, Adventures by Disney, or Alani, a Disney resort and spa in Ka'olina, Hawaii. Okay, tourists, let's get on with this week's show. Now we go to the next one, which I'm just going to preface this by saying the next two resorts I'm talking about are Magical Matthew Preferred Hotels, because (laughs) I've stayed in both of them. So what I have to say about these are a little more personal. Next one is Pop Century. Now, Pop Century is a very popular resort. I don't know too many people who, who have not at least considered staying here. I know a lot of people that have done more than consider they stayed there. I did stay there on my last trip, and I found the resort to be fantastic. Pop Century has five different sections dedicated to the different decades, uh, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. All those different areas are themed to that time period. And if you walk around these different areas, you'll see little billboards all over that talk about little achievements that have been done during those decades. And it's amazing to see the differences along the way, because when you think about it, 50s to 90s, that's not that many years. But there have been a lot of significant earmarks in those times. So when you get to Pop Century, the first place you're going to go is Classic Hall. And this is where you'll find everything you need for your stay. All the customer service desks are there. I know everybody uses the My Disney app to to go to your rooms and everything these days. But if you're someone who's a little old fashioned like me and you like to actually check in and do face to face with somebody, the cast members at pop century are second to none. Now pop century does have a single bus stop that will take you to magic kingdom and animal kingdom. And those rides are anywhere from 15 to 20 minutes, generally speaking. But one of the coolest things about pop century and also about art of animation, which I'll talk about next is that they are now Skyliner Resorts with access to Hollywood Studios and Epcot via the transfer station at Caribbean Beach Resort. Now, we'll talk a little bit more about how that all works when we talk about Caribbean Beach in another episode talking about moderate resorts, okay? There is a lot of Disney memorabilia all over this lobby. Stuff that will remind you of Walt, stuff that will remind you of the original movies, the the original Mickey Mouse ideas, all kinds of classic Disney stuff that really, for the Disney fan, I think it's a must. you got to walk through this lobby at least one time to take all that in. So inside Classic Hall, you've got everything pop. And unlike the All-Stars, everything pop covers both your shopping and dining experiences. You have the shopping area where you can get your grab-and-go and your souvenirs, 
any medical necessities. They've got a little wall over there with suntan lotion and shaving needs and whatever else you might need over there. Yeah. Um, which is kind of nice. And then you've also got the food court area, everything uh, pop food court. They have some very exclusive items on their menu there. And I'm going to let Mindy talk about that here in a moment. At Pop Century, they have the Fast Forward Arcade. Now, I did walk through this one when I was there. That sucker's, it's got to be one of the largest arcades on property. Yep. I didn't have time to play any of the games because my bus was about to come to to come home. But there's even a photo booth in there. So here's here's a little tip. If you want, don't mind spending a few extra dollars and you don't want to go chasing after, you know, uh, somebody in the park to take your picture. Stop in this photo booth and get some old-time photo booth pictures taken. If you've got somebody special with you, those can be kind of funny. That's all I'm going to say about that. Now, right outside Classic Hall is the 60s area, which features the Hippie Dippy Pool. That is the main pool of the resort. There's also a kid's soak area towards the back of that, and it's basically a, a place for them to get wet. They run around. There's little sprinklers and stuff that come down. And then there's the Petals Pool Bar area, which also has the restroom, changing rooms for that pool. And there's a laundry facility in that area. So, And typically speaking for Disney resorts, your main laundry is going to be found near the main pool. Yes. Now, the 50s area, which is where I stayed, has the bowling pin pool. And while it's smaller and it's really pretty quiet, I found that to be a really nice pool. Um, it's long enough actually that if you want to get a few laps in, you could. Right. They're usually pretty big. The quiet poles are pretty big. They're not teeny tiny things, but right. they're good enough size. So if a kid's playing in that side, you can come to the other side and it's still quiet. And then over in the eighties and nineties area, which that, that's kind of a combined area in some ways, they have the computer pool. So I didn't actually get over to see that one this time. I've walked by it before a few years back. These rooms are really nicely adorned. They're they're similar in some ways to All-Stars in that there is a queen-size bed with plenty of room underneath for storage. So after you unload your suitcase, stick it under that bed, it's out of the way. But there's also a Murphy-type queen bed that pulls down out of the wall. And just as you said before, when it's up, it's it's a little table. You can use that for dining. Or if, if you have to do some work, there's plenty of room to put a computer there. And there's plenty of outlets, including USB outlets, right right there within reach. So it'd be real easy to do. There's a door that separates the sleeping area from the bath area. And then there's another door that separates the basin area from the commode and tub. So you could potentially have more than one person getting ready to go to the parks before you have to go anywhere. So that's kind of nice. And like I said, this resort is a magical Matthew favorite. Right. Okay, so that's all I had to say about Pop. So, Mindy, what kind of things do you have about activities and food specials and stuff? That's a great thing. So, again, most of the all-star resorts, when you think value, they they pretty much run in line with each other. However, Pop Century, I think, is just a snippet above the all-stars and most people understand that and they they want to go to pop pop century is a it's a great hotel and it's it's fun it it just has a different feeling to it Mm -hmm. and the hippy dippy pool is huge and people love it i mean who doesn't like retro things i know i do however i wish they would have finished 
the other part of the hotel, which they turned into, which is now known as the art of animation, a- art of animation. They left it empty and then they ended up using it, but they were going to do a whole other section of the pop century resorts. So I love staying in the 50 section. I think it's cute. It's adorable. You can have a pool day. I love having pool days, but the hippy dippy pool is exactly what it is. So on when you're sitting in the pool and you look across, you're looking at those big, huge cutouts of these just six story tall figures. And it says peace, love and happiness. And they've got all these hippies, you know, dancing as a backdrop and the hippie flowers all over. So it's exactly what they say when you think hippy dippy pool. It's in the 60s section and it tends to be, it's, it's a huge pool. You can get a drink by the pool at the Petals Pool Bar and just sit and have fun. Enjoy the tunes. So you're able to listen to all sorts of music from the 20th century and the cool dance moves. So it's a lot of fun. They have those games outside that you could do with the kids. And here is one of the fun places you can get tie-dye cheesecake. Have you tried that? I have not. I, you know, I don't know what happened. I, my brain kind of forgot that part when I was staying there. <laughs> and I know soon I got on the airplane and I'm like, oh. You forgot the cheesecake. I forgot the tie-dye cheesecake. Now, well, we're going to have to book a trip together and go stay at Pop and hey, uh, let's do it. I need a Disney day, man. Oh, You know, we're going in September, so if you want to meet us there, Oh, you're tempting me now, my friend. So get tie-dye cheesecake. It's iconic dessert available. Um, it's, it's a must-try for anyone who's staying at Pop Century. As long as you like cheesecake. <laughs> I have told but my family really that cool. we need to do a Skyliner ride, even though we're not at a Skyliner resort. Right. So maybe it's, that's it's, our excuse to go to Pop. We could all go in Pop and have Century. tie-dye cheesecake. Yeah, you're going to get on the Skyliner anyway. But yeah. they, it's tie-dyed, so it's like rainbow colors. It's really right. cool. And you can take a walk. So there's a lot of things. There's five different areas themed after the decades. So take a walk, explore, check out the areas and the decorating. It's a lot of fun. You can walk around in the lobby. The lobby is amazing, you guys. There's so many shadow boxes. Doesn't they line the walls? And it's almost like a little museum, like exhibiting real memorabilia from those decades. And it's a blast from the past. You're like, oh my gosh, I remember that toy. Oh, I remember playing with that. And there's just shadow boxes upon shadow boxes. And you can also check out the trivia around our glass lake. There's a lovely a walk around there, a trail, and it goes around the entire lake. And But that lake separates Pomp Century and the Art of Animation Resort. And you can learn while you walk about fun facts and disperse the whole way around. So you can stop and read the little fun facts. And that is the same way to walk or jog. So again, they want you to have a jogging lane and be able to take that. Take the Skyliner. So the great thing about Pop is it does have the Skyliner that comes straight to the resort. It's a perk. If anyone's staying there, you're not going to miss out. You can grab a gondola and it takes you to Epcot or Hollywood Studios. How cool is that? The gondolas are awesome and just straight to Pop Century. My first ride on the Skyliner, of course, the the first section takes you to caribbean beach and it's not a long ride it's three or four minutes tops i think right but that was not enough for me to actually enjoy the flight as they like to call it so i decided i I was looking at epcot or studios i'm like epcot's father probably the longer ride so i think i'll go with that 
the one thing I didn't realize then that I realize now is, you know, it gets that little turn station at um, the Riviera, but that's also where they pick up and drop off people because people like to go there. That station does not have a separate area for folks using scooters or wheelchairs to load and unload. So that line between Caribbean Beach and Epcot could stop several times during that flight because they have to stop it to actually do that. Yep. So that can take a little while, but even though it stopped, it was never stopped for more than two or three minutes at a time. And I was always amazed at how cool those little cars are. They don't have air conditioning. They've just, they're set up for ventilation. And even though we were sitting still for a few minutes, it never really got that hot. Now I could see if it stood there for more than that, it would probably heat up because you wouldn't have the air circulating as much. But man, when it's moving, they're comfortable. I eat my words because I, when we first heard about these coming out and that they wouldn't have air conditioning, I almost mocked Disney. Oh, I did. (laughs) I was like, there is no way that those things are not going to be hot. People are going to cook in those things. I ate my words. I have no idea how they do it. People are too smart for their own good. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how they can keep. I live in Arizona, folks. So, you know, hot heat is something that I know. And when I get into my car and it's 290 degrees inside and it feels like an oven, literally when you open it and the heat hits you in the face, it feels like that. I thought there's no way that they're going to be able to make these things and have them that cool. I got on the gondolas. Yeah, they're pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah. They use some reflective film and some scientific stuff that in the airflow, the way it comes in and out. It's, right. it's actually pretty cool. It's not, it's cooler than it is even outside. Yeah. It's amazing. So they've so, got it down. It's a science. Not sure how that science worked, but it works. So we're going to go ahead and walk across the bridge across Hourglass Lake. And we are going to go visit the Art of Animation Resort. Again, I have stayed at this resort. So some of what I have to say has more of a personal attention to it. <laughs> right. I love AOA. I think it is a fabulous resort. I knew at the time that it was supposed to be an extension of pop, but I think what they ended up doing with it was much better than what they might've ended up with had they done the pop extension. Correct. So the main building of of art of animation is this will surprise everybody. Animation hall. (laughs) When you go in here, everything you need again is in this one area. And again, they've got a, a, a really nice, pretty good size souvenir shop called the Ink and Paint. Now that comes after the section of the animation studios, Ink and Paint, where they would actually fill in the colors on the animation cells before they were put out to be photographed to be put into a movie. Right. So this is based on that. And when you walk in Ink and Paint, there's some old film stuff laying, you know, all over the walls. You feel like you're in basically a design studio right. waiting for somebody to, to draw your picture. It's very reminiscent of the Disney Cruise Line mm-hmm. and their art or their it's called um, Animator's Palette. Mm-hmm. All the ships have that. It's white walls and then there's pictures and colors that come to life. Very reminiscent of AOA's you know entry building there and uh, what it looks like. It's really cool. Yeah. A lot of people. Well, let's put it this way. Disney's official 
classification for this resort is a value resort. And by Disney standards, I could see why they would do that, but only one section of the resort is actually value level, and that's the Little Mermaid section. Here's a little tip. If you've got kids who want to stay in the Little Mermaid section, make that reservation as early as you can because it disappears fast. Yes. It is the lowest price accommodation at Art of Animation, and Little Mermaid is very, very popular, especially with the young ladies. Right. At this resort, if you get hungry, Landscape of Flavors is where you want to go. This food court has some variety, and I know Mindy's going to talk about some of that here in a few minutes. Yes, I will. I think the the food court here, it's plentiful, it's big. But the rooms, like going off kind of interjecting what you're saying, if you've ever been to Cars Land at Disneyland, it has a very much of that feel. And then the Little Mermaid section has the attraction feel to it right. at Animal or uh, Magic Kingdom. Yes. So it you can go outside and see all of like People take a walk over there just to see the Cars section because it does I look did. so much like Cars Land. Would you agree mm-hmm. with that? Like you can go see Mater and you can see, you know, Lightning McQueen and Sally. All the cars are there. It's really cute. And it's set up to be like the outside of Radiator Springs. And just it's an amazing, amazing section. Right. So it's got a plethora of things to do there. So it, it, it's great. I really do like it and, and the way it's set up. As far as the food court goes, it's called the Landscape of Flavors. Now, because this is a newer restaurant, it does have more of a newer feel. It's kind of like a contemporary feel, almost like how the contemporary resort uh, looks. Mm -hmm. It kind of reminds me of that. And this food court is open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It does have four food stations, and it has pizza, pasta, American burgers. You've got your salad, your sandwiches, and an Indian cuisine as well as a grab-and-go market that's available. So it's like every other one that we've touched based on. But this one, it has, you know, the the menus are pretty much the same at all of those. You've got your breakfast foods. And I really, I would suggest doing that. And you can use, you know, if if they ever bring it back, the dining, the dining plan is available at these food courts. Yes. And being able to utilize those. But they have with breakfast, lunch, and dinner, it's the same. You can get those platters. All of these restaurants and all of the value resorts are big and they're meant to accommodate families of size. So there's so much to choose. You're not going to have to leave one kid out of what they don't like or what they do like. Or if you have a picky eater, you can go there and get whatever you want for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The, the menu is pretty much the same. It's got those bountiful platters and what those entail. Allergy-friendly foods. Again, they've got their gluten allergy-friendly, peanut tree allergy-friendly. There's so much to see and do. So just what I would suggest instead of going through everything, open your app. And when you click on the resort that's there in the food court, you can go to that landscape of flavors restaurant you choose if you want breakfast lunch and dinner and it'll tell you limited time offerings it'll give you souvenir specialties all of your entrees will be in there you can um, buy because you're going to want to use the mobile ordering so it's all there to choose from anyhow you've got your platters to choose from 
your omelets and your waffles. Again, this is for breakfast. All the kids' menus are there. And then you can also choose when you go in there for lunch and dinner. And with that said, you can choose what you want, but they're all comfort. Most of it is comfort foods. They're not going to give you some wacky restaurant that's, that your kids will not eat. Even though they do have friendly options, your kids will take participate in what is there. Or even if it's you, and I tend to eat smaller meals, so I mm. get things off the kids' menu and substitute or I'll say, hey, can I get a side of you know mashed potatoes or a side of fries or things like that. So if you're a smaller eater, order off the kids' menu. I'd highly recommend it. That way you're taking advantage of what you want and being able to get what you want and feel fulfilled because you don't want to go to the parks on an empty stomach, right? Right. You also don't want to go to the parks on a full stomach so much because you want to go on those attractions. Especially if it's a hot and humid day, which is about 330 days out of the year in Florida. Right? Yeah, I hear you. So it can get hot in Florida. So make sure you're taking your water. Get those refillable mugs. Get your water bottles. Here's a great place to fill up and get your ice for the day. Get your water bottles filled up for the day. They do have water stations. And you can take a, a relaxing air-conditioned break in the food courts. It's a great place just to sit and one, unwind after a long day at the parks mm-hmm. and take advantage of the food courts. I highly, highly, highly recommend that. I, I can't express that enough to you. That is one thing that I do feel sad about, about the deluxe resorts and staying at Saratoga. I realize it's a DVC property, so they've got kitchens in your rooms. So not many people are going to go to a food court. But man, is it great just to come back and unwind at a food court. Sure. Do you find yourself going to the food courts a lot? Sometimes. Sometimes. Um, especially, actually, for me, early in the morning, because I'm always the first one up around the house. Right. And a lot of the food courts have been. Now, COVID kind of changed things, but they didn't always lock the the sitting areas away. They, you know, they would put chains across so you couldn't buy food outside of their serving hours. But you could still go in and just sit there and relax and gather your thoughts for the day. And I would do that because then I'd be out of the way of everybody else who needed to get to the bathroom, get cleaned up, do whatever they had to do. And we mentioned Little Mermaid rooms. Now, keep in mind that those have a maximum occupancy of four people to a room. Animation Hall is a pretty good walk away from the Little Mermaid section. And there is only one bus stop at Art of Animation, just like Pop. That will get you to Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom. At Little Mermaid, they've got the Flippin' Fins Pool. Yes. <laughs> and it's a, it's a smaller pool, but it's a really nice pool. If you're going to take a resort day, and this resort is actually worth taking a day for, unlike some of the other so-called value levels, Art of Animation actually has enough space that if you want to take a resort day. You can Absolutely. There's plenty to do. And make it feel like you've got a resort day. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. you can go to a pool and sit at the hippy-dippy pool for a few hours, but then you're like, what do I do? Right. At Art of Animation, it really is a resort. There's right. things to walk around and see. People go to that resort just to check it out mm-hmm. because it is it is one of the newer properties, and they did design it to where you can go there and walk around and just experience the attraction in and of itself. And there's so many things to take advantage of, especially the movies under the stars at night. And most of the resorts, I would say all of them do it. 
but they also sell a kit to where you can roast marshmallows and they'll have a fire pit. Mm -hmm. You have to check out on the guide. So when you check in, make sure you ask if you want to do that um, and take advantage of the, uh, they'll, they'll bite, they'll give you a little kit. It's like $10. You'll get two sticks with it, a couple marshmallows and a couple chocolate bars. But you take that over and they have the fire pit on and you can roast your marshmallows with everybody else and just have a good time enjoying the actual resort. Yeah. So Art of Animation is a fantastic resort. Again, the Skyliner does have that option there. So it is one of the, that and Pop Century now because of the Skyliner that they are completed, it is one of the busier ones now. And it's a very popular resort. So as soon as those rooms open, take advantage of it. Like Matthew said, the Little Mermaid rooms are one of the first ones to get booked up. Yep. And they go quick because they accommodate so many more people. The rooms tend to be a little more per night, but you can get more people in. You can share that price with another family if you've got two small families or you have a bigger family and you just don't want to get two rooms. Uh, they do have family suites there to take advantage of and just so much to see and do at these resorts. I would just recommend when you check in, get that activity planner, see what there is to do by the pool, which pool day you're going to take and go off that itinerary of what you want to see and do. Right. And and then, you know, like the rest of the resort is, I think it's a whole different level. Yeah. Uh, unofficially, I think I would call it value plus because to me, it's actually almost a moderate level resort oh, for three quarters of it. Absolutely. Because I would think it, I would think it would be a moderate, but they had to put it as value to give people, right. you know, that option. So it's smart for it's, what, that, it, what they did. It, the rest of the resort, folks, is made up of what's called a family suite. They can sleep up to six people in each room. There is a master bedroom with a king size bed. A separate bathroom with a walk-in shower. Really nice. Really nice. We stayed in one of those. I loved it. The bad part is that that accommodation is probably bigger than my whole house. So you've got three areas of this resort. You got the Nemo section. You got the Lion King section. And we've already mentioned the car section. All three of those are made up of nothing but family suites. They are nice. I love these family suites. Beside the master bedroom, out in the regular room, there's a double-sized pull-out sofa and a double-sized Murphy bed that folds down on top of the dining table. So because of that, you can actually fit six people in there. Now, the double-sized bed might limit who you put in. If you're a family of six and four of those are kids, you're probably golden. In our case, we had three adults and three kids. My mother-in-law slept on the pullout. She actually said that that was one of the most comfortable pullouts she'd ever been in. And even I was with curious because I thought, how did she feel about that? I was like, hmm, a pullout. I don't know if I could. My back could. Talk they're actually memory foam beds, so there's no oh, bar. Wow. There's no bar in the middle of your back. Good. <laughs> um, and she was sleeping. One of my daughters was sleeping with her, and and they didn't move around as much as they did in the beds at home. My son, he didn't sleep in any of the beds. He brought a, a sleeping bag and slept on the floor. But that's okay. That was his choice. But that's the interesting thing is there was enough room for him to spread out on the floor, even though the beds were all out. And there was a, there's a separate bathroom in that area. So we had two bathrooms again. And the other nice thing is that 
these family suites actually have a kitchenette in them. These kitchenettes come with an actual fridge, and I'm not sure if they've been updated to the more cooler type fridge, but when we stayed there, there was actually a small freezer in the top end of it. Wasn't very big, but it was enough to put a couple ice packs in if you want to pack something in for your lunches to take into the parks or something. It has a microwave oven. It has a sink right there in the kitchenette so you can rinse dishes out and what have you. And there is a coffee maker, and I don't remember which kind it is. They have the complete selection of Joffrey's Coffee and Twining's Tea as well. Right. So these family suites are really quite well adorned. And if you don't want to spend money at the food court, you can actually put things in this fridge to make for breakfast. You can get your loaf of bread and some peanut butter and jelly if that's what you want to do and make sandwiches and take them to the parks. It gives you some flexibility in planning to try and help save money. But let me warn you, at the price point on these family suites isn't cheap. It's usually somewhere in the three to four, sometimes $500 a night range. But that's where making sure you've got the people comes in handy. If you've got two families that can split that cost, it's not so bad. Mm-hmm. The Nemo section of Art of Animation has the big blue pool. And if I recall correctly, number one, it's the largest pool on Disney property. And I believe it's the largest pool with a zero entry capability, meaning that one end of the pool is basically just walk in. There's no steps, no ladder, anything like that. You just walk into it. And as mentioned with the previous resort, there is music underwater in the big blue pool. Yes, there is. You know, I, and like you said, I, I did walk a lot of art of animation when we were there. Um, I've actually got a couple of YouTube videos up, a, a walkabout of art of animation and a walkabout of pop. Cause when we were down there, we just went ahead and walked over to pop and did a little walk around the perimeter of it. Yeah. I personally love art of animation. So again, this is a magical Matthew favorite. I love this resort. I don't know. Is there anything about the activities or anything that you'd like to cover for us there, Mindy? Well, the the art of animation again it's there's so much to do there as far as just walking around they do again when you check in when you or even if you just need to get one you can go to concierge desk or just the check-in desk and they are happy to give you a guide so to speak of what you're wanting to do when you're staying at that resort and but just walking around the large, like there's so much to do. I mean, like you said, just walking around or taking, there's a jogging trail that you can take as well. And the suites itself, everything you do there, you're going to be immersed in Disney. Some people don't really look at the other value resorts that, oh my gosh, it's not Disney, you know, so you go to like the sports and that may be a reason why it's on the the lower part of it because it's not, you know, Disney-fied. But they do try to make it. They've got, you know, Mickey and Donald and Goofy Sports, and they they interject those Disney themes. But when your family's busy, there's a lot of fun, family fun, fun things to do when you're staying there. Sometimes you're going to find yourself wanting just to do that pool day. There's a car section that offers you the Cozy Comb Pool in that recreation area of Radiator Springs. 
you can go to, like you said, the Flip and Fins pool located in the Little Mermaid section, be next to Ariel. Or you can go to the Big Blue pool, which is the Finding <laughs> Nemo section. And that one's fun. That pool is 11,859 square feet. I mean, it is huge. And that one has the complete underwater sound system. So I don't, I know you can hear it, but it's not, I've been in this pool too. It's not definitely as loud. This one, you can hear the music when you go to sports, you can, you can hear it, but it's Mm -hmm. obviously an older resort and they just did it. But this one, it's really weird. I don't know. It's some magical thing that they did, but hear the music under the water is really cool. And at this resort, there's a schoolyard wet play area for your little ones and a little adult fun where you can go to the drop-off pool bar. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what it means. You're going to drop your kids (laughs) off and go to the pool bar. So you can go have fun and just do adult times. In addition to the water areas, there's themed playgrounds that your kids can enjoy. Uh, Favorite movies and characters. So you can watch those movies under the, the stars Characters have come out with COVID. They have not. They've kind of put a halt on those. But the characters at Art of Animation come out. Um, they might. They're, I'm assuming they'll bring them back someday, and they come visit you at that resort. In the evenings, you can enjoy movies by the pool. Um, each night, a different movie is played. So you can, again, find that out on your schedule and what movie you want to see. You can, they inflate a, um, a screen by the pool. You can either swim or just sit by the Buy it and watch it. Get your dinner. Take it outside. Um, they have that one and a half mile jogging trail. It winds along Hourglass Lake and through the resort property. Inside of Animation Hall, you'll find the Pixel Play Arcade, just as you were saying. There's classic video games. Because it's a newer one, they do have more updated games to play. You'll find a, you, you purchase them on a game card at a kiosk. So that's how it's done. And not with coins or anything. The game cards are rechargeable, can be used at other resort arcades. So they're transferable. And you can also win your points and collect them for prizes. So that's something if you want to do and just take the time out of your day and and just enjoy the resort day. So you have an off day. Going to Disney World takes a lot out of you. You're already walking 15 to 20 miles a day. And if you're going to each park, be sure to add in an off day. So do two parks, take an off day. Do two parks, go home. That off day is needed. It's refreshing. There's so much you can do at your resort. Yep. You can walk around to the other resorts and enjoy it, but take the off day. Sleep in, go to bed early, watch the movies, take the time. Enjoy Disney World for what it is because there's so much to see and do. That's a really good tip, and I think that's probably a really good place to bring this to a close. Mindy, I really appreciate your help and all your research. I think this turned out to be a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Me too. It's great. So I hope you have a good rest of your day, and we'll talk again next week. Thank you so much. All right. Bye, Matthew. Bye. I want to thank you again for joining Mindy and I on Disney Conversations. Have you stayed at one of the value resorts? We would love to hear about your experience. So please visit the Disney Conversations Facebook page or write us at DisneyConversations at Outlook.com and share your experience with us. Until next time, my friends, I hope you have a magical week. TTFN.